Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. So we're finally going to finish our favorites of the decade. So we have several years that we still need to finish up with. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we got 2016 through 2019. So we'll see how far we can get through in this. It's a big list. It's a big list. There's some there's some really good years in here. Yes, there is. Yes, so the one one year we're going to be on for a while. So you'll, you'll see. Yeah, there's a lot in 2017. All right. But we need to start with 2016. That's right. So, so let's get going here. Yeah, like I, I think one of my favorites from 2016 that we need to talk about is Train to Busan. All right, this film. Yes. <laughs> Train to Busan, I have recommended this to so many people. Same here. It's like almost years since it came out. Someone like John Wick, like, I kept recommending it to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's one of those because it's, it's so impactful. Wasn't it recommended to us? Well, I knew about it. Oh, I didn't know about it. So. Yeah, I knew about it because this is actually like the first zombie film out of South Korea. Okay. So it, it kind of made like a lot of waves when it was released. And so it was on my radar for a very long time because I love zombie movies. Yeah. Zombie movies are like one of my favorite things. So I knew I needed to see this. And then I started hearing so many great things about it. And yes, I think your brother. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, your uh, brother saw it first. And he, yeah, he, he gave let us Let us his, borrow the rental. Yeah. He let us uh, log into his account so we can watch it. Yes. And as soon as we finished watching it on his rental account, we bought the digital copy. Yeah. And then when we saw it on physical, we bought it a second time. Yeah. So we have like two digital <laughs> copies and a physical copy of it. Yes. Only one one digital copy. One of the, the... The rental we don't own. The The physical didn't come with a digital. Oh, it didn't. No. Okay. I thought it did. No. Okay. <laughs> but All we right. did buy it twice regardless. Yeah. So that's how much we like this movie. <laughs> It's like it's it's very emotional. Like if you're familiar with South Korean films, it hits a lot of those emotional melodramatic beats. But it's also the super aggressive, violent zombie film. Yeah. Like it's it's I just recommend it. I love this movie. This movie was such a roller coaster ride. Oh, it's completely. I mean, from beginning to end, made made you love a character, made you hate a character, mm-hmm. made you like cheer and not cheer and, and cry cry and, and scream yeah it's just oh, just so many oh, things roller coaster yeah like and another thing like with the zombies i keep on saying they're like aggressive and that's that's because they they take a lot of that i don't even know what word to describe but kind of like how in world war z which we talked about earlier mm-hmm. in this like how the zombies are like they don't even care. They will pile on top of each other to yeah, get to you. To get to you, they they have a, they have a purpose, and they're going to get that purpose. Yeah. Done. yeah, and they do that same thing in Train to Busan, except yeah. it, it's like the plane scene that I talked about in World War Z. The entire film. Yeah, because but, they're in a train. But in a train, yeah, <laughs> has a little bit of a feel of like Snowpiercer at times. Another one, which I don't think we talked about. I don't think we did. We might have touched upon it. No, I don't know if we did. I don't know if it made the list. But that's another one that's on a train, and it's also from a South Korean director who you might know now because his name is everywhere because he directed Parasite. Yes. Bong Joon-ho. So. Still need to see that one. Yes, I still need to see Parasite. But yeah, 
Train to Busan. Train to Busan is great. Like yeah. this came out in 2016. I can still put this on today and mm-hmm. feel just as many emotions watching it even as you, I did the first time. Even if you know, even you know it's happen, it's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, it just it, it hits all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a pretty powerful film. Oh yeah. Um, it was done really well too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a lot of moments that were very. Um, What's the word? Like I'm, I'm struggling to find the words to, I, <laughs> like to describe it. This is an experience it's, that you need yeah, to see. That, that's probably a good word for it. It's just yeah. It's an experience to to see. It's like you feel like you were there with them. Like stressful. Very, <laughs> very. Yeah, it's really hard to find the words to really describe how this film makes you feel. Yeah. Well, but, you because you're put into yeah. situations where these characters are put into to situations that they're in and. And it's like you feel like you're there with them, and mm-hmm. you're you're trying to do the same thing as survive, mm-hmm. and all the all the other things that are that are put up in front of you, are, you know, challenges and and things you have to deal with, and how they deal with some of these things just makes you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, there you go. That's that's a way to describe it. Just oh, yeah. yeah. It's a roller coaster. But uh, both in good and bad. Yes. You know? Yes. So definitely highly recommend this movie. Yes. And I hear that James Wan may be producing an American remake of this, which I, my feelings are a little bit mixed about. I feel like you should just watch the original. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's going to have the same context in an American remake, which is a lot of the issue with remakes from other countries. Is like you're taking it out of the context that it was made in and plopping it into an American lens. And that changes the story. Yeah. Change yeah. to Miami. Like, I don't even, do we even have anything similar to, like, a bullet train to Busan? Like, I, I don't Red know. Red eye. But, but where? Like. Just East Coast, I guess. But not even. Yeah. Not well, even. We have the Amtrak, so. That well, goes cross country. Yeah, so I don't I don't know how they're going to do an American <laughs> remake of this. Anyway, but. yeah. Definitely give this, this one a yes, shot. Watch uh, Train to Busan. Definitely. And uh, just on a side note, wasn't there an animated uh, little tidbit about. Yes. Leading up to Train to Busan. Yeah, I just we just watched that recently. Yeah. It's apparently a an animated prequel to Train to Busan. It's called Soul Station. Soul Station. That's, that's yes. what it was. I like that one's got a, it's on a roller coaster too. Yeah. Like, but not in the same way. Yeah. Watch Train to Busan first. And Definitely. Then, Train and then to watch Busan. I feel is the better experience. Yeah. Yes. So Train to Busan number one. Do it. Had to talk about this one. Absolutely. This was a must. Yes. Yes. Go watch it. But we can switch gears a little bit to some of the other films that we have for 2016 that we wanted to talk about. I know one of them you're a huge fan of, and you also recommend to everyone, Rogue One. Oh, I love this film. Yeah. Yeah. This was a nice little uh, half, you know, in between before the first Star Wars movie. It's, it's the, the, the story of that little tidbit in the scrolling text in the beginning of Star Wars about the rebel... Um, crew or, or group that went to great lengths to find the, the Death Star, the Death plans, Star plans. and At great cost. At great cost, yeah. And this is their story. That one paragraph. Not even made, a paragraph. Yeah, not even. Yeah, probably it's a two sentence. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, great, great. I mean, I had, I had my issues at first with certain things in it, mm-hmm. but that kind of eventually went away. I enjoy it for what it really is, and I love it. Yeah. I, I like Rogue One because I like the characters that are in it. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people 
aren't really a big fans of the characters in it when they see it because they're they're not really fully fleshed out. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm going to come in and say like that the film doesn't really have a chance to flesh them out really. No, there there's a lot of things going on. It's not really a Hollywood ending. Well, yeah, <laughs> but. Like, I, I like the characters in this one. I especially like Donnie Yen, his character here. And, yeah. This I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. Yes, I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, there, there's so many things about this film that I like. And I like, like, again, that they, they found this story, like this little capsule of a story in yeah. a sentence of something. Like, because that's, the, the title is really Rogue One, a Star Wars story. A Star Wars story, yeah. And that's what it feels like, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. And again, kind of similar to how we put in The Force Awakens in one of our earlier ones, it showed the potential of putting out these individual Star Wars films yes. and in the universe and everything. And not really be part of, like, the trilogy Yeah, it doesn't have or... to be part of the Skywalker saga yeah. or anything, but you we people it... like this universe. Yeah. And so it showed the potential with that. And that's one of the reasons why I think we like it so much, because it's another one of those things like the potential that there was, regardless Mm -hmm. of what ended up happening afterward. But the potential that started with those first few Star Wars films that Disney was putting out. Yeah. I liked the potential. It was excellent. Yes. And you, you just had one of our friends watch Rogue One for the first time recently. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it still holds up, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like the whole time we were watching it with her, she had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah, she had no idea that she was going to be devastated. But Technically, that was that was a pretty good roller coaster of a ride, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, on the, on the train of roller coasters, yeah. <laughs> Rogue One is definitely on there with Train to Busan. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll see if 2016 is the year of the roller coaster film by we'll the time see. we get through this. But yeah, Rogue One is definitely one of my favorite of the star wars films like i I just recently did like my own star wars ranking and it's it's up there it's up in the top half that's it's in the top half for me yeah yeah absolutely it it was definitely a good transition from we're just tying the stories in from from the uh renaissance period to you know luke skywalker's uh um trilogy his period yeah (laughs) from anakin's to to luke's yeah yeah, that that in between to tie the whole thing kind of the prequels to the originals, yeah. yada yada. It was it was a good, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my little things with it, but like I said, yeah, it's little things it's, that over time you've gotten over. I don't and, even think about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you watching it most recently, like you you don't even have any of the same complaints. No, that you I said just enjoyed the film again. Just watching yeah. it again was great. Yeah, it, so. it's a fun one. So, yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Yes. Another one that came out in 2016 that I still love, I will still watch, is Moana. <laughs> Moana. We were waiting for this one for a while, right? Oh, we? yeah. Like, this one is another one that I knew about before it came out, and I was waiting for it forever and while it was in pre-production. And then it finally came out, and when we watched it, we were like, this is so cute, we have to buy it for our niece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now she loves it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So in, in, on that note, very successful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very successful. I think the, the songs are, they hold up. Yeah. 
they hold up really well. Like I, I've seen some people say that surprisingly Moana holds up the most for parents of children upon multiple rewatches. Really? Yeah, I've seen I've seen people say that like the songs and the story itself they're the easiest to watch on repeat and not get sick of. Ah, okay. Yeah. So interesting. Because I know some parents really are like, a Frozen again? Okay. <laughs> well, that's another big one, so. Yeah. But I know some people are like, oh, yeah, Moana, the songs and everything. It's easy to listen to on repeat. <laughs> so Moana is, in, in case you haven't seen Moana yet. Uh, well, in case you haven't seen Moana yet, <laughs> Moana is like a coming-of-age story for Moana of Montanui. Mm-hmm. And she has to discover the ways of her people and... And who she is. Save her people and everything. Yeah. So it's it's got a lot of a lot of stuff going for it. And it's got that beautiful like Disney animation and everything. Yes, I will definitely give it that. Absolutely. It's got some fun characters, as you mentioned, the rock is in it, Dwayne Johnson. Why yes. are you looking at me like that? It's like, well, we kinda have to say Dwayne Johnson. I know. I know he will always be the rock, but Technically, he can't use it, but whatever. He's still the rock. We can use it. <laughs> yes. But he's in it. He has his own little song, and he's like a character in it and everything. And, and uh, what's her name? The girl who played Moana. Aoli'i Cravalho. Oh. I'm glad you said it because I would have butchered that name. <laughs> I, I, I hopefully, hopefully I said it correctly. I've, I've had a lot of time to try to practice it. But, yeah, she does a great job as yeah, the main does. character. She yeah. does. Yeah, I uh, I feel like her, her she's very earnest in her portrayal mm-hmm. of this character, and that really makes Moana stand out. And it, it's it's really a joy to watch that one. Like the songs are uplifting, they're fun. It's it's got a nice message. I feel it does, and yes. I think it flows really well. Like water. Like well, just a run about water, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of it takes place in water. But yeah, the comedy's great. It's just uh, just right. Just right. I never found any, any parts to drag or anything like that, really. Mm-hmm. And the crab. The crab. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's shiny. Yes. He likes shiny things. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to not go into that song now. Thank you for getting that stuck in my head. It's one of the best songs in there. <laughs> shiny. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. We don't want me to sing the song into this microphone right now. We're not. <laughs> no. No, but uh, yeah, I think Moana is one of my favorite Disney movies that's come out over yeah. the last like. It's very heartfelt. It was just really, really nice. Mm-hmm. So, and the grandma. I mean, all the characters, even the the, the mom and dad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the struggles that, that Moana had to go through. And um, uh, what's his name, too? Uh, the Rock's character. Uh, Maui. Maui. I mean, he had his own issues he had to mm-hmm. go through, too. I and mean, they, they both kind of grew up in their own way, right? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice to see and, mm-hmm. and helped each other out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I would probably hesitate to say this one of my favorite Disney films that came out over this decade as a whole is Moana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they're like, they didn't have too many releases and a lot of them were just kind of like, eh, to me. Or a lot of the rehashes. Oh, I'm not even going to get into that. I know. But like the, the actual original stuff that yeah. they were putting out, like a lot of it was, eh. Yeah. But Moana, that one really sticks with me. Yeah. One of my favorites of the Fun. decade and everything. That's why it's on this list. Yeah, we still watch it here and there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And when we go see our niece, we'll watch it with her. <laughs> yes. Because she'll have it on. We won't even do it. She'll put it on herself. Yes. So. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> anyway, it's great. <laughs> yes, go watch it. 
Yes. If you haven't seen Moana yet, definitely go for it. If you have seen Moana, watch it again. Watch it's it fun. again. Sing to it again. So yes. there you go. It's absolutely fun. On a, The next one is a completely different feeling than uh, Moana, but Deadpool. Wow. Talk about I know. It's such a tone shift. Please, 180 degrees. <laughs> Although technically Disney now. So how times have changed. <laughs> I don't even know how to, how, what to say. Deadpool, From kid like, film to <laughs> this yeah. one, it, this one got put on the list because of you. So don't like just because this is the order it was written down and on the list. I apologize. Listen, Deadpool he is in his own right. Awesome. Yeah, we, we just switched from a Disney like kids film to like a rated R <laughs> rated R superhero film. Like really pushing the barrier. Yeah. Um yes. Deadpool if I had to meet a superhero, it would probably be him. I just hope he doesn't kill me. <laughs> because I said something wrong. Mm, would he though? At least the Ryan Reynolds version. The Ryan Reynolds version, yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you and him might get along very well, surprisingly. It's it's his version is very interesting cuz you know it's it's literally I think it's just Ryan Reynolds. Ryan in, Reynolds in has a, like really lived the persona that is Deadpool that for is like Deadpool, yeah. ever at this so point. I think he really fits that bill <laughs> quite yeah. well. And and really it's like I know a lot of people have their reservations about Ryan Reynolds and everything, but he is what made that film work, mm -hmm. you know, like he just, he exudes the charisma that is that character. Yes. And that, that's why it, and works. it works. Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked the first one because it had like that whole like origin story thing going for it. I have my qualms about the, the second one that came out, but the first one I liked. Yeah. yeah. Way, way better than the second one. The second one wasn't that bad. Well, I've seen a lot of people say they prefer the second one. Really? Yeah. Oh. Huh. No, I thought I thought the first one was was better. It I, mean, I guess it depends. It yeah. depends on like how you feel about the character and the stuff that's happening in it and everything. But you can't you can't deny that it's the same character for both films. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that that stayed. That, that, yeah, that didn't change much. Yes. So but the first Deadpool is that was that was like I I don't want to say groundbreaking, but. It was it was definitely impactful. Like it, yeah. it made its mark. It it did, and I think uh, the guy uh, that directed it. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was he was heavily based in. He was a visual effects uh, uh, supervisor creator before he became the director for that, mm -hmm. or maybe he, he, he probably still is. So he had a lot of his input and in how he wanted things done because that's what he excelled in. Mm -hmm. And I think that how he did it and the way they did it, I think it worked really well for the franchise for the way you know Deadpool is like yeah. I think it fit that genre quite well mm -hmm. so and then Ryan Reynolds again kind of just being kind of like he is kind of like Deadpool or, mm -hmm. or Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds like however you want to say it however you want to word it they are yeah, basically they're like the, the same, same. <laughs> yeah the same person so yeah yeah and like th it has a very like a lot of meta things going for it <laughs> raunchy comedy if you're into that yeah it's like i know people were wanting that deadpool film for so long and I, honestly i think it came out at a good time because we yeah. had been seeing so many superhero films at this point that having deadpool come in and be kind of like a breath of fresh air in yeah. a way like something different yeah it like it put enough ripples in it wasn't too serious yeah 
Because every other film is kind of serious as to who these characters are. Mm -hmm. And Deadpool, well, yeah, he's really not a very serious character. He's kind of a kid who just likes to kill. Yeah, that's kind of a scary thought. I know. Just a little bit. But that's him. (laughs) That's how he is. That is kind of scary to think about that. Yeah, when you word it like that. (laughs) Oh, boy. I have to rethink this now. (laughs) But yeah, I I think when Deadpool came out in 2016, I think it had enough of an impact that it it caused ripples that affected, I think, a lot of superhero films that came after it. Yeah. Like you got, like, I feel like a lot of the superhero films like that Marvel put out started making a little bit more daring choices. Risque. In a way. Yeah. Like... I don't, I don't know if it's directly correlated, but it seems like it from an outside perspective. Well, it it might look that way. But then again, you know, as, as the industry progresses, I mean, they're always looking to outdo the last one that was doing well. Yeah. You know, look what John Wick started. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's trying to be John Wick, but they just can't. <laughs> it's right? not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> right. But, I mean, there, there were a lot of decent attempts at it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where the genre went. I mean, you know. I should probably go back further than John Wick. Taken. Oh, was, yes. Uh, uh, with Liam, uh, Neeson. Liam Neeson started a lot of that, if you really think about it. It wasn't, ju- it wasn't as intricate in the action, mm-hmm. but the intensity was there. That's because it's Liam Neeson. You know, and, and you know, I think John Wick pushed that boundary more. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Deadpool did the same thing for, for like, the comic book heroes. Yeah, well... I don't know, like, because I, I guess, like, my, I'm just coming from a place where I'm like, okay, so Deadpool came out in 2016, and then we got, like, Thor Ragnarok in 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, they they actually took the risk of hiring, like, Taika Waititi to do... Which is another great film. A Marvel film, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, there's, there's so much that's going on with that choice, and I think a lot of that might stem from the success that Deadpool had from being more of a risque superhero yeah. movie. Yeah. So definitely impactful if you're okay with risque comedy and lots of... A lot of swear words. A lot of swear words, lots of bloody violence and some sexual stuff. Lots of sexual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as an adult, love it. (laughs) As an adult, love it. Just don't take the kids to that one. (laughs) Maybe when they turn older. When they turn older. (laughs) (laughs) Not if, when. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yes. So another one that I want to talk to to, to wrap up 2016. Which one is this one? Arrival. Oh, this one was this one was very. Uh, this is an interesting mm, one. Kind of heavy in a way. For it's definitely me. dense. Yeah. Maybe that's the right word. Dense. Yes. It's thick. Yeah. Yes. This is one of those films that when you watch it for the first time, it has an effect on you. Mm-hmm. And. When on, on multiple watches, it doesn't have the same effect because now you know. You already know, yeah. Yeah, but it's an experience to see for the first time. Yeah, the reveal, the, yes. uh, the all the little breadcrumbs that they've been feeding yeah, you all the throughout. intricacies of the film and the reveal of everything Leading and how it all to... comes together. Arrival really sticks out as a film that was a great experience. Like, if you were to put together a thing that was like, oh, a film that I wish I could experience for the first time again, this Arrival be would be on that list yeah. for sure. Because the first time watching it was definitely a treat. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. And the whole time you're trying to figure it out. And 
I don't remember if you did figure like, it out because I didn't. I don't even I know didn't. if there was too much to figure out, really. Like, it was a journey from start to finish. It and... was. But, yeah, I mean, if you, I guess watching multiple times, you kind of pick up on a lot of things that yeah, they're well, trying to once, show you. Yeah, well, once you know, then yeah. it, it let you can see things a lot easier. But Arrival is really about um, this, like, alien spacecraft arrives. Yeah, and, like this egg-looking thing, whatever it is. Yeah, and Rock. the whole story is about this linguist trying to figure out how to communicate with these beings to find mm-hmm. out what they want. Why are they here? Yeah. And it, it's it's a journey. It's deep. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's very deep. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when we were watching it, I, I, it didn't, like, it didn't feel like it was that long, but I know the movie was fairly long. Yeah. But it didn't feel like it. And when it ended, I wanted more, mm-hmm. which is weird, right? Yeah. Finding out how long it really was afterward, I'm like, oh, I kind of want a little bit more because mm-hmm. I was really into it. I was really into it, you yeah. know. Yeah, we can't really say much about this because if you've never seen it, you need you, to experience yeah, it. Yeah, you have to go yeah. and watch it and just like, just let go and be taken in for the ride. Mm-hmm. Like just, I will say that it has a lot of hallmarks of like a foreign film. True. Like, like when you think of like an American film doing aliens, a lot of them don't tend to be as deep as Arrival is. Mm-hmm. So you have to definitely brace yourself for that kind of like a slower, more dense, intricate story that's coming a to you. A lot of developing yeah. um, uh, themes and just, um, what's the word? Um, just the way they tell the story. Yeah, just it the way that build. the story develops. It has to build, yeah. yeah. So it, it does have that kind of foreign foreign film nature. Like it definitely feels like a European film in a way, like the themes that they try to tackle mm-hmm. and how they go about doing it. And I, I just really like that one. That one stands out for me as one of the films like 2C from that year. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I wish we good. could go into more detail about it, but it's it's really hard to without we spoiling we it. We don't if you spoil have, anything. Yeah, I, you, think, I think you said it best already. It's just an alien artifact whatever you want to call that thing is a ship or whatever it is right mm-hmm. and they're trying to communicate with it and they got a linguist to see and and try and help them communicate with this thing yeah that's it i mean that's all you really need to know yeah and it's a journey for not just for the linguist that the the main character or any of the characters really but also the audience who's following them. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's it's such yeah. an impactful film to see for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's been a while since I attempted to watch it again to know, like, how the journey is having seen it, you know? Yeah. We should probably watch it again. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. But it really sticks out for me. It does. Definitely one of my favorites of that year. Yeah. We, I think we saw it towards the end of the year, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we were kind of like, wow, that was the best film we've seen all year. <laughs> That's Walking probably out. another yeah. reason why it made an impact. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, man, finally, you know, so, some some other type of Something film. different. Yeah, something different. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know if it was that late, because I think Moana was the last film we saw of that year. Because yeah. that was more like November. Uh, yeah. But either way, it, it stood out. It was different. Something that we hadn't seen in a long time. And yeah. Definitely an impactful viewing experience because of that. Yep. Watch it, enjoy it, and just keep an open mind. Yes. <laughs> Definitely an open mind. Yeah. All right. Good film. Are you ready to move on to 2017 now? The year of 
hefty <sighs> films that are you were, ready for this <laughs> i tried to like go through and eliminate some so that we weren't talking about 2017 films forever <laughs> well let's see what happens <laughs> but it's so hard to like get rid of a lot of these 2017 had a lot of films that we really enjoyed yeah so many so many films well you know what? let's talk about them oh gosh let's do it all right so the first one that i have written down that i want to talk about is happy death day that was fun happy death day is so much fun and i know a lot of people might not have paid any attention to it when it came out because it was a blumhouse film and the blumhouse was like uh they make a lot of horror films and some of them are good some of them are not so good but happy death day is fantastic like the trailers were great for it when you actually sit down to watch happy death day it is a fun ride like a mixture of a slasher and groundhog day but different but different yeah yes it's um yeah that's a good good groundhog day slasher is probably yes and jessica roth who plays the main character oh she's great she is fantastic she really carries the whole concept of this happy death day thing and she, really, she sells it. Yeah, she is she all in. That character. Yeah, she completely <laughs> took that character and went with it. Yes, she is all in, and that makes it so fun to watch. Like, Happy Death Day is one of those films that I will recommend to people. Like, <laughs> you need to give this a shot. It is so fun. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I really didn't know what, what it was going to be like going into it, other than the fact that it's repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, how are they, what are they going to do with this? How are they going to make a film? Yeah. And I was thinking about Groundhog Day back in there. I was like, okay, I remember how they did, they did that. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and yeah, they did a great job with this one, how it just kept changing, or mm-hmm. not changing, but... I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, how he just kept progressing, I guess. Yes, how the story progressed. Yeah. Because I know I was worried because the trailers when it came out were really good. Yeah. But I was worried that it was like, is this all it is going to be, you know? And that's what I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. But then when you actually sat, when I sat down to watch it, I was completely taken by, like, for one, like, if Jessica Roth wasn't the main character in this, I have no idea how it would be. Because, like I said, she just sells it completely she goes all in she is dedicated to this concept as absurd as it can get <laughs> and she really makes it enjoyable to watch like yeah, it's, she it's went with fun it. it is fun to see her have fun with it and that is one of the reasons why i cannot recommend this one enough happy death day <laughs> so good yes oh man sit down for a good ride yes definitely <laughs> oh man do we want to rapid fire move on to the next Let's one to do get through it. these? Yeah, All we right. got a lot to go through. This All show. right. So the next one that we're going to hit on is Mayhem. Oh, another one. Yes. This is one that I heard about because I'm a big fan of Stephen Yun from The Walking Dead. <laughs> so when I saw that he was going to be in this like horror movie that was kind of like office space, but also mixed with like... um the Belko experiment and mm-hmm. everything like that. It was, I, I knew I needed to see this cause I was a big fan of his. So when we finally got around to seeing this movie, I loved it. It was so fun. This, yeah. This is kind of like it's, office it's space. Bloody. Yes. Office space and battle Royale. Battle Royale too. That's another one I could have brought up. That's yeah. what it was kind of like, but you know, they're in this building and there's really well, there's not that there's no way out, but they're all trying to survive, right? For the next, what was it, eight hours, whatever. To they got a period of time. Yeah. Like, essentially, <laughs> Mayhem is like, 
Gosh, and it's it's so difficult because I don't want to I, I don't want to get it confused with some of the other ones that I mentioned, but in essence, they are locked in this yeah, in, in this, this building, building yeah. and everyone is like they're infected with something that makes them act out all their like strong urges their and like violence and yes. yeah. So it it gets really bloody and it gets really messed up, but it's so fun. It's done really well. Yeah, it is so fun. It is a wild ride, and Steven Yeun needs to have more, like, leading roles, because he's great. Yeah. He's great. And, and this is another one that was Samara Sam- Weaving. I was going to say Samara Weaving. Yeah, Samara Weaving is making some amazing choices with her acting career. And she, she, she is becoming one of those actresses that, like, I will see a film if she's in it, because yeah. she's going to rock that. So far, everyone we've seen with her was great. Yeah. So. And she's definitely a factor in that. Like she was in The Babysitter on Netflix, uh, Ready or Not, which came out more recently. She was the best part of that. And she's going to be in something called Guns Akimbo, which is coming out Ooh, in 2020. Oh, I'm going to have to show you the trailer for All that. Right, we're going to have to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, Samara Weaving and Steven Yeun just like pull together to like make this the film mayhem. It's like the perfect duo. Yes, absolute mayhem. It's fantastic. <laughs> Oh man! If you're fearing for a good bloody ba- bloodbath of a thrill ride, go watch this one. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. You'll be going, going, ah! Oh, you'll be screaming, yeah! And yes. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Definitely. Next one. All right. Let's All right. Do it. Get out. Oh boy. Yeah. Wow, this is a year, isn't it? This is a big year. So Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele, and it's essentially about (laughs) a guy who gets brought home to meet his girlfriend's parents, and things are awful. Get out. (laughs) He's got to get out of there. Yeah, get out. Oh, man. Like, there was a whole bunch of, like, social, political commentary in this one, and it... A lot. You mean a lot? (laughs) Oh, man. It, It blends, like, horror and comedy in a way that, like, really sells home the concept of this one like this one was so good like it got nominated i think it won for a screenplay at the Mm -hmm. oscars like Mm -hmm. that's amazing that like a horror comedy won an oscar a horror genre in general like just in general the fact that a horror film was like actually honored at the oscars in one way shape or form like that's that's rare enough in itself (laughs) but congratulations to jordan peele for that because this one it was a great directorial debut for him yeah yeah, and it gave him a, lot, a huge shoes to fill for his second feature, but Get Out was massive. That was a huge hit. Oh man, like yeah, this that was, was awesome. I knew I had to see this one in the theater, and when we did, I was so happy that I did because it was an experience to be had. Yeah, great pacing too. It just it it flowed really nice from mm-hmm. how the movie started to where it ended up, and yeah, mm-hmm. and you're surprises as well oh just, yeah like it, it's got this atmosphere to it the whole time yeah that <laughs> just, never lets up even yeah. though the comic relief's there it just still never lets up mm-hmm. they, they'll introduce that comic relief but you're still like oh god <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere it's so heavy I, it's so dense i could cut this <laughs> cut it with a knife yeah. oh man yeah that Ooh. one that one's really great and uh it, it it brought a good chance for like daniel kaluuya to like as the main character in that one to get some recognition for his talents. And he went on to be in like black Panther and everything. Yeah. Like great year, great year time span for him as well. Yeah. But wow. 
Get Out. That was that was a great directorial debut for Jordan Peele. Like yeah. that one, you remember it, and it it left an impact. Like so many things. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things that you can kind of talk about, which we're not going to talk about. Oh, yeah, now. we're not, not going to do an in depth dive into it, but so many things. Yeah, so many things going on there. <laughs> yeah, definitely give that one a shot. Oh um, yeah, just be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we can switch on to some superhero type films that came out in 2017 at this moment. What are we Um, looking at here? Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, I went into Wonder Woman, the film, not knowing anything about Wonder Woman. I was going to say she had no idea. I didn't say anything the whole time. Yeah. Like, I I knew about Wonder Woman, you know, like from like the eight or whatever, when the TV show and all that was on. The 70s, I think. Yeah, from the 70s. But I didn't really know her story, who she was or anything. And thankfully, he kept that a secret so that when it was revealed in the story. (laughs) You were blown away. I was blown away. I was like, (laughs) what? Oh, man. That movie did things for me, Wonder Woman. Uh, oh man like i i cried a couple of times because like the the film meant a lot to me mm-hmm. so many things like oh man i don't i don't even know how to i don't know like ah mm-hmm. <laughs> wonder woman like i can still watch that one and cry at some of the same spots and get emotional than as like the first time i saw it well it hits the marks pretty well so yeah 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 Gal Gadot was great yes oh, that's man. how you say her name right Gal Gadot. I think Did it's Gadot. Right? Yes. Gadot, yeah. Yes. Sorry if I messed it up. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, she was great. I, I think the whole supporting uh, cast too was wonderful. I mean, Chris Pine. I love Chris Pine. Well, not just Chris Pine, but I'm talking about all the, the rest of the other yes. crew. I mean, they mm-hmm. were all great. Every, there are so many great things. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, like I, I still get like emotional, like when all the Amazons like mm. come come out for battle and. During the part where, like, toward the end, I still cry. I still cry. Oh, man. Yes. It was it was a huge turning point for me for the DC films. Yeah, definitely. And what a huge commercial success. Oh, yeah. Like, it was still in theaters for so long. Yes. I think they literally pulled it out the week before they released the, the media. Yeah. Oh man! Like it, like uh, they had to. I believe that they had to pull it out before the media was released. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember. Like it, it was definitely in the theaters for it was a long, a long time, time. I'm talking months. Oh man, four months maybe. That doesn't even feel like a long time. <laughs> it was. On, it was out there for a very, and it was still making money. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was definitely an experience to be had. Like I know not everybody liked it, but it was yeah. one of my favorites. It, I have my, I, you know, just like any other film, I have my little quorums about it. You know, I felt it was just a little too long for me. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay. just see her face right now. <laughs> she doesn't agree with me. Okay, we can we can agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy the film. So yeah, I will give you that. Definitely a turning point for me with with the DC universe because I didn't really like I didn't hate it before that point but i didn't really care either mm-hmm. and now like i actually kind of look forward to some dc releases because there's a chance that i might like it well the last that one and then uh aquaman was pretty decent mm-hmm. so shazam was, shazam was great uh-huh. yeah and, and now i'm it, looking forward to this birds of prey movie that's gonna be coming about so yeah we'll see how that goes 
Well, so far for you, it's on a on an uprise. Well, yeah, so. for me, it's going on the up and up, man. Yeah. That's great. I hope, I hope they, they, they stick to that. Yeah, hopefully they have found a direction that is going to work for them and they stick hope with it. so. Like, we'll see. Yes, Wonder Woman. Pretty uplifting. I thought so. Yeah, pretty I uplifting. So. Yeah. Told, told well. Oh, man. So. You want to switch universes? <laughs> Go ahead. Logan. Oh, man. Talk about another dense movie. <laughs> Deep and dense. Oh, my God. I wanted to kill myself. Oh, that's not a good endorsement. <sighs> what are we doing? No, I loved it. <laughs> but it was like, that was dark and deep. A lot of stuff happened with that. Because yeah. this was Hugh Jackman's final time playing the Wolverine. Yeah. You know, so like he had played that character for like 20 years. Yeah. Almost twenty years. He is Wolverine. Yeah, like he had he had embodied the character yeah. of Logan for so long that this was like a farewell to him in yeah. that role, and that meant a lot. Like that that made it heavy going into it because you knew this was going to be the last time mm-hmm. that he played the role. So it was really saying goodbye. And like, of course, the the trailer for it with the song choices that they used. <laughs> oh man, like. What was it? It was a Johnny Cash song, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, perfect. Actually, I, <sighs> it uh, <laughs> like they set you up to know that this was going to be a heavy experience, like from the time that the trailer started coming out. Yeah, it was very gloomy. But it was beautiful. But it was beautiful at the same time. <laughs> You're right. Like this one, like I haven't mustered up the ability to watch it again since the first time. Because was, I'm still reeling from the first time having seen it. And I don't is, know if I'm prepared. <laughs> so this film kind of falls into like the arrival for me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I watch it once, I really, really enjoyed it. But I'm having a hard time trying to watch it again. Not because so much that I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just it's heavy. Yeah, it's like, do it's I want to go through the, that emotional roller yeah, coaster again? it's heavy. Yeah. But I do want to watch it again. We should we should set our sights to do that again at uh, some point. We have to we have to like we own it. We might as well. We have to <laughs> we like get ourselves to. Okay, so I think the easiest way would be to get somebody who's never seen it before and we watch it with them. <laughs> Sarah, call out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, you've been called out. Yes, let's go experience this that's, again, Sarah. That's <laughs> the next movie night. So when you listen to this podcast, you already know what you're going to watch, or I've already seen it by that point. Yes. So. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, there's a lot going for that one. Yeah, I mean, it, and and it was violent. Yes. In the like way that the really most, only the Wolverine could be, that's you know, probably the most violent film I've seen Wolverine. Yeah, because they went all out with it. Yeah, like. You know, all the other Wolverine films, yeah, he, I mean, he's slashing. You knew slashing he was capable and, of it, but they but didn't really, they didn't like, go into it. it like that. <laughs> yeah. When, when they did it with this one, it was just pure, like... Gruesome. Death. Like, <laughs> like intent. Yes, know? the intent was definitely oh, there. And that's one of the heavier parts for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Man. Ooh. Yeah, but oh. it's beautiful. <laughs> it, it, it is a beautiful film. The, what, what we're saying doesn't sound necessarily beautiful, but it's beautiful. <laughs> you have to experience it. Yeah, like, yeah. 
<laughs> I think if you ask anybody about Logan, they're all going to tell you that it's like, oh, that was a good film, but that was dark. Yeah. I think that's pretty and, much. And great in the darkness, yeah. I would say. Like that was, that's part of the reason why people like it so much is because it did not hesitate to be dark. Yeah. They, they took their freedoms with it and went with it. Yes. And actually, wasn't that rated R? That was definitely rated R. So do you think that is related to the success of Deadpool in the previous year? Maybe. Potentially. Maybe. Potentially. Because we all know that those two characters are inextricable, inexplicably linked. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to see those two go at it. <laughs> I think so would have Ryan Reynolds, honestly. <laughs> he was always banking for it, for yeah. a redo there. Oh, I don't know how that would go. That I might think, be too I think heavy there was for some, me. I think there was some, like, nice rivalry going on between from Deadpool being rated R superhero film and then Logan being rated R superhero film the next year. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I think there was some rivalry going on there. Yeah. But yeah, That's like good. Logan was deep. Yeah. That is a deep film. It's like to see your one of your favorite Marvel superheroes. Well, it's like it's like, like Really saying goodbye yeah, to like Hugh a, Jackman, like a, letting go of the role. Yeah. That was huge because he had played it for so long. He really embodied that character. So it it's was, like, even though it's like the character is the character, it's like, it's it's yeah. going to be different now. Like if, if they try to bring Wolverine into anything, it's going to be so different. Yeah. Ugh. The end of an era. <laughs> Man. Wow. <laughs> Logan, guys. Uh, forget <laughs> Superman's death, man. I'm sorry, DC. Wow. Like, I know that was deep, but Logan's deep. Hugh, <laughs> <laughs> would miss you. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, move, let's, on. Move, on, let's move, move on. Let's move on to another one. We're, 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 oh, we got man. more to cover here. Okay, so this one is kind of mm. going off because you brought up how John Wick influenced a lot of films coming after it. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. That was fun. Atomic Blonde <laughs> is like if John Wick was a chick and a Russian spy and she like kicked a ton of butt and yeah. was great about it. <laughs> and so I don't think she's a Russian spy though, but there's there's Russians involved. There's, there's, a, there's, lot a, involved. there's a lot There's, there's a, a lot. There's a lot involved. And Charlize Theron is playing like your title character and she gets her butt beat. Like, yeah, it's nice to see that. <laughs> Like, she wasn't invincible. Yeah. Like, like John Wick wasn't invincible. He got beat, too. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it was nice to, like, like she gets, like, beaten to a pulp. Like, I'm not talking, like, the aesthetically pleasing, like, oh, I have a cut on my cheek, you know, but everything <laughs> else is fine. But, like. No, she got beat. She got beat, man. She got beat and tuned to 80s music. Yeah. That was another one. Like, the trailers <laughs> were fantastic. And I loved this movie. That was a fun film to watch. Because yes. I, I really like the fight scenes from John Wick. So seeing that brought over into this film was really great for me. And it's got the, like this aesthetically pleasing, like neon palette, very mm -hmm. 80s. The yeah. music was fun. Charlize Theron was fantastic. Yeah. Like there's so many things about Atomic Bland. Atomic Bland. Not That's bland. awful. It's not bland at blonde. all. <laughs> atomic Blonde. Complete there's so many here. things. Not bland. <laughs> Exciting, atomic exciting, <laughs> atomic exciting. <laughs> atomic Blonde just does so many things for me aesthetically. Like now, I need to watch it again. That was a fun film. Yes, <laughs> like there was just yeah. There's a lot that goes on, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just nonstop. 
Yes. So that was fun. That was a fun film. Yeah, it's it's got some iconic fight scenes in it too, and like again, great cast going on in there. Yeah. There's so many things. Atomic Blonde. <laughs> like if you are a fan of John Wick, I do recommend giving Atomic Blonde a shot. Yeah. Yes, because yes. I do believe the st- the director is involved of John Wick. Uh, he was yeah he was involved in John Wick for one for something. Well, he was I know he was an assistant director. In the John. first John Wick, like oh, they, they like co-directed it. I knew he was involved it. with John Wick. Yeah, I just yeah, can't they like what co-directed it, it together, and he did some fight choreography before in the past, as well as the visual yeah. effects that you brought up. Because I think it's the same guy who did Deadpool, but I could be wrong. I don't, I'm not sure for what. Now I need to look it up. <laughs> I don't think it was. Now I need to look him up. But, but yeah, I know that yeah. the the people who did John Wick are involved with the Tommy yeah. Blonde. Yeah. So it's it's got a lot of that same vibe to it, with a completely different aesthetic, and it was fun. So fun. That's how I keep saying it's just fun. Yes. I really, I, that was just a fun movie. Yes. Like, I, I don't know how to talk about it really, other than just saying that, like, you should experience it if you like John Wick. I want to say it again. It's fun. Yes. <laughs> and Charlize Theron is like, she's, as an actress, she's like freaking, she's great. She's, she, she goes all out. She's Charlize. <laughs> she goes all out with her roles. Like, she's, she's fun to watch. Yeah. She's, it's fun to see her get involved in the role that she does because she, she really puts her all in it. She does. I mean, that's her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how she is. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So we got one more after I cut down a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> we have one more to mention. Which one we at? It, Chapter One. Oh, boy. It, Chapter One was like, I, I, don't, I don't know what I was expecting when this came out. But they did such a good job casting these children. Like, that was great. They did <laughs> such a good job. And, like, a lot of the scenes in it, like, like I was not a huge fan of the 1990 It miniseries. Okay. Like, it didn't really do much for me. Um, Like, I know, like, Tim Curry is Tim Curry. And he did a great job with Pennywise in, in that time frame, you know. The great Tim Curry. So I, I don't know what I was really expecting with this one, but with with the kids that they cast to play the kid counterparts of the characters mm-hmm. and Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. He's creepy. He's creepy. <laughs> and it, like, I mean that in the nicest way. You were awesome. Yeah. But you creeped the crap out of me. <laughs> like you. <laughs> oh man, Bill Skarsgård did such a... That laugh of his... The smile, the smile, like just the genetics that he has to form that smile, like that's oh. ridiculous. All right, let's move on now. I don't want to talk no, about this. No, we, we got to talk a little bit more about <laughs> I'm it. I'm gonna keep that now. We're in a dark room here with one light, okay? Yeah, but there's no clowns, okay? There's no clowns, so we if can I talk hear about somebody laugh. I'm turning on all the well, lights. Well, if we hear somebody laugh that's not in this room, that's gonna be terrifying because the only thing we have left is two cats. Yeah, so, yeah, if, if we stop, don't even, no. <laughs> anyway, go on. But, like, the kids that are in this are, are great. Yes, like, they, they are. They did a really good job with that. Um, Finn Wolfhard is in this, and he's, like, known from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And he does a great job as Richie. And it's, like, just, there, there's this novelty about seeing these kids, like, swearing all over the place, especially Richie. but like it does it does kind of like there i feel like there's other things going for it as well like that has a novelty to it it's like haha kids swearing it's kind of funny in a cheeky sort of way Mm -hmm. but i thought that some of the some of the scares in that film were like 
true scary you know like the library scene really got me oh gosh like and i watched it again recently the basement. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's this like there's this one part in the library scene that freaks me out even it's it's not even the main part of what was scary about it there's this librarian in the back oh that one <laughs> She helps one of the characters get a book and then she goes off into the background and he's like looking through the book and then you see her Just in the background looking. staring at And I don't I don't know whose choice that was like oh the director's like oh let's just have the lady in the back just stare at you <laughs> The whole time. Or if, like, did she come up with it and just decide to do it? Like, I don't know the background of it, but that it's creepy. It's like, you don't want to acknowledge it, but you, you see have it. To? And you're just like, oh, my God. this. Then you feel like it's she's staring at you. You're like, no, wait, I'm watching the movie. Why is she staring at me? <laughs> like, stop. Like, stop. Get back onto the film here. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, there, there are so many things about It Chapter One that are, like, great. Like, it, it really brought a lot of life. I mm -hmm. feel to the whole it thing because I didn't know if it was gonna go over so well oh. being remade you know it did really well I think they did a good, they did a good job with it yeah it, it did really well and yeah. like I think I think chapter two is gonna make it on this list later yeah. but yeah we'll see when we get to it <laughs> oh man do you have anything else to say about it or do you want to move on to our next year yeah, I said, let's move on. I'm kind of creeped out. I'm not just thinking about Skarsgård. <laughs> we'll, we'll switch over to something. Let me look at this list and make sure it's not something also creepy. All right, it's not creepy. You're good. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's move on to the year 2018. The first thing that I have written down is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> it finally got... A worthy Spider-Man animated yeah. film. Wow. Yeah, there was a lot going for I, that one. Man, the animation alone got me how how well it felt lifelike, mm -hmm. real life. The way they shot it or animated it. It has that like comic book aesthetic, but it also has feels like they shot it with like it feels real. Real? Yeah. Cameras, but you know it was animated. The and animation is amazing. Yeah. The animation is like, it's animated, uh -huh. but it looked like a comic book, mm -hmm. but yet it looked like you're watching that somebody shot with a camera in front of you. Like, yeah, there, all of that into one. Yeah. Like, wow. Blew mm -hmm. me away. And also the fact that they were able to blend these different superheroes from different comic book universes or whatever from... The multiverse from the multiverse you yeah. know into the whole thing and it not take away from your main character yep that was great if not help them grow yeah like the story is really compelling for that one yeah oh this is great yes spider-man in the spider-verse is fantastic like that's a great film i absolutely recommend seeing that and i, I had to say something about the the sound engineers and the foley artists in this God, you guys did an awesome job. Yeah. Oh, my great. God. Like, I could not get enough. Like, I felt like I was there. Like, the things that were happening, the way you guys made the sound with, with the, with, with, like, the, how the, you know, like, I don't want to give anything, but, like, the multiverse, like, scene, like, that whole area where everything is connected, like, just those 
sounds that you guys were throwing in there, left and right, just talk about oral like madness, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like it immerses you so much into the film. It's ridiculous. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, great job! I mean, overall, the film as a whole is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh. I'm going to go watch it now. <laughs> I've heard at this point that they've greenlit a sequel. Excellent. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, let's see what happens. We'll see. Hopefully it's as good as the first one because, oh man, that was... This it, had it, everything going for it. Yeah. I cannot say anything bad at all. Yeah. And we're not going to go into too much detail about it. We actually covered Into the Spider-Verse in one of our first episodes yeah. that we did of this legit. So if you want to go and listen, listen to more to of our one. thoughts about that one, I believe it's our first episode that's mixed with Aquaman. Yeah. So you can go back and listen to more of our thoughts in that one a little bit more in depth. But yeah, yep. Into the Spider-Verse is... Wow. Definitely like a, I would say groundbreaking for this one, like in, for sure. in terms of animation for sure. and the scope that they covered with it. Yeah. And if, if you do end up uh, getting it, uh, watch the uh, behind the scenes stuff. You'll be blown away of what stuff they did. Oh yeah. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Talk about like making things happen. Yeah. Making things happen. Because, and Wow. Yeah, good job, team. Man, you guys it's a great totally job knocked all it out of the park. You guys totally deserve everything you've won. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you probably should have gotten more, but... I agree with that oh, sentiment as well. <laughs> wow. Cannot stress that. That was a wonderful film in every single way I could think about it. Oh, man. Yeah. Pacing, audio, music. Characters. Characters, development, like name it animation for sure like yeah just the way as a whole thank you yes thank Thank you you. for your work thank you for your creative input (laughs) thank you for sharing such a wonderful film (laughs) yes thank you for all the work that went into that because it is it was worth it absolutely worth it Mm -hmm. oh man Uh, on the same note of superheroes we also have infinity war (sighs) wow To this day, Infinity War still is still, my, yeah, it's still ahead. one of my favorites. That's what I was going to say. It, when you walk out of a theater mm-hmm. completely speechless, I think says a lot. Yeah. Like we've, we've mentioned the feeling some, a couple of times throughout this list, but it's, it's always like, Sometimes it can be really bad. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speechless because I feel like my I feel like I died inside, in not a good way. Mm-hmm. And other times you're like, wow, wow. And that's where we were at with Infinity War. Exactly. Yeah. It's the wow factor. Yeah. You walk. You, you walk out of the theater going, and you can't even really talk about it. At least we did. Like it's. It took a while. To, I had to like, I had to internalize everything I just saw. Digest it. <laughs> yeah. And just. Decompress. <laughs> I felt like a big knot. Yeah, it, it was heavy. It was heavy. Like a big heavy metal knot that I couldn't unravel. Mm-hmm. Loved that film. Yeah. Like I, I loved how they crossed over all of the characters and even though they were not all in the same place, it felt like, it felt like to me that Everything they were still leading up to this point. Right. Yeah. yeah like it, it was a nice crossover event yeah. and we didn't really talk about infinity war or Endgame 
in this podcast. But like looking back on it, like I, I prefer Infinity War. Absolutely. Yeah, like hands the, down. The experience with Infinity War is is one that I will go through and it, it still sets me up with anticipation the same way yeah. every time. I, I can honestly say I think Infinity War is one it's in my top five mm-hmm. of my favorite films ever watched. Ever. Ever. That's that's deep. That's intense. It, I like I can go back and watch this film and it feels like the same I'm watching for the first time every time. Mm-hmm. Even though I know what's gonna happen, and I still feel the same exact way after it ends. Yeah. It's Mm. Wow. Yeah. Like there's there's so many things with that one. Like the way that it picks up right after Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, they literally just throw you right into it. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's such a tone shift. Such a tone shift. <laughs> man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that's really the only thing I was like, oh wow. And I know people complain, oh, it's a superhero movie, but come on. Think about like I was just talking about Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. How awesome that this is kind of the same way, right? Mm-hmm. But in its own way, it's it's oh yeah yeah. I I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah, a, a it, lot of things happen in it, and like I know a lot of people were not really as bothered by some of the things that happened because Marvel always has a release schedule so they knew what was going on with it and what was coming next and everything. But if you eliminate all of that, like any of the knowing what was going to come after it and you just went in and you watched it for what it was, Mm -hmm. they nailed that feeling completely. Yeah. 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 Like even just thinking about it right now, I'm just like, oh gosh, I remember how I felt after I watched it. Yeah. Oh man. Watching people leave that theater with not a word being said, we're like, oh, God, is it bad? Yeah. And then we walk out and we're like, oh, we get it now. We get it now. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, I love this film. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll still sit down and watch Infinity War just to torture many, ourselves. I don't know how many times I've already seen this because when I'm at work, I sometimes I have this film just streaming on my iPad mm-hmm. while I'm working just because, like, on my headphones, I know what's happening glance here and there when certain parts come in like it's that kind of movie that can just rewatch over and over and over yeah it's got that appeal for you yeah i love it because i know you use it to test like audio and stuff oh when everything you're, like, hooking up your speakers. That was, that's like your is, number one thing it is my like go-to film right now for me to test everything mm-hmm. projectors audio 5.1 5.1 surround name it it is the one that i use now it was so good. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. It's even like even the something. other day when we were, we were, I was watching it and you were in the bathroom and you're like, you try to, oh, which part is this again? Like, like, I was to... just listening to the score and I could tell what yeah. part of the film we were at just based off of the music. It wasn't even the music. Like you didn't it's even just, have the, it was like the bass line. The bass line, yeah. <laughs> like just, I, we just, I just had the sub, I think. And then uh, uh, I had the volume really low on the rest of the speakers, mm-hmm. and you were just trying to like, oh wait, okay. Just based off of the bass, I you're think like, we're. I think I know where we're at. Like, did the aliens arrive? <laughs> like, <laughs> and did the aliens arrive? I <laughs> <laughs> like your clothes. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, such a good film. This is one of those films that, like, I think nailed it. Oh yeah, I, every I would single have to way agree. Yeah. it nailed it. Like, oh, the heartbreaks and. The intensity, the mm-hmm. oh my god, it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's a same, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Infinity War, you guys. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to another one from 2018 that really stood out to me. And it's Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> that was a fun one. Like, this is another one. Like, I didn't know what I thought. Like, the title, like, I'd never read the book. Like, it's based on a book of the same name, and I'd never read it. <laughs> and just hearing it coming out and then seeing the trailers for it, I was like, you know, I'm in. I watch a lot of Korean dramas, you know? Like, I, I'm in. I'm, I'm in for this emotional beats and whatnot. Mm. And we went and we finally watched it in the theaters, and Crazy Rich Asians has a beautiful color palette. It's absolutely visually stunning to look at. Wonderful, It's yeah. got a great cast going and it's like the story is not really like groundbreaking or anything it's a lot of the stuff that we've seen before Mm -hmm. like you can kind of guess where it's gonna go yeah but it is beautiful (laughs) it hit a little too close to home for me for you (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's like like the characters in this are like crazy rich you know so like some of it is like yeah (laughs) that's not the part he relates to (laughs) but this like this the extravagant way that they do things is like completely over the top and i know there was a couple of scenes in here where i was like really could this really go on much longer than this but if you take out a couple of those scenes the film as a whole is like a great experience for me (laughs) like i still cry at the wedding scene oh yeah oh man the wedding scene is beautiful (sighs) that was great (laughs) oh my gosh yeah, just thinking about my family watching this film. Just hit a little too close to home. Like in terms of like the the family aspect. The, the family or aspect, how everyone's treated, how the mom treats, you know, goes down the line. Kind of like it's just oh yeah, it felt like I was watching my family. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Like, and this is another one that's getting a sequel soon. And I'm looking forward to the sequel to see what happens. Because, again, haven't read the book for the sequel, so I want to know what's going to happen. Well, do you know when it's coming out? No. No? No, I can't. I had to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> Good film. That was fun. Yes. My mom, till this day, still haven't seen it. She's Your been mom a- hasn't seen it yet? She's been asking to borrow it from us. Oh. So... I wonder who she'll relate to. Oh, I know who she'll relate to. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Okay. And then she'll be like me. Oh, this is a little too close to home. She'll be like, oh, that's how I treat my kids. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Uh, but yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. Like, if you're into romantic comedies and all that type of stuff, you will probably really like this one because yeah. it's it's got it's a lot right of those same there. beats, and it's like I just think it's beautiful to watch. It's got funny bits and everything. It was fun. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> and the last one I want to talk about for 2018 is one that you actually haven't seen yet, but I feel the need to make it an honorable mention because I'm still trying to force you to watch it. Which one is this one? Searching. Oh, yeah. Yes. Guy, what's his name? Yes. Um, Searching stars John Cho. John Cho, yeah. And it's it's about um, basically his daughter goes missing and he ends up trying to, he goes through a bunch of things to try to figure out how to find out where she's at so he can try to like rescue her, you know? And it's it's entirely seen through like a computer screen. But yeah. the way that they do it, it's it's one of those like unfriended walked so searching okay. could run you know oh, okay like I it like I, it, I think it, I get you. it gets better like the whole technology of seeing it through a screen and whatnot it gets better 
Okay. Because this one, like, I watched a lot of the special features for it. They completely created the online interface to make it work for the film. And I just thought it was really engaging. Super engaging. Like, you have got to see... You have got to see this film. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you it. watch it eventually. I, I'll eventually watch it, I'm sure. <laughs> like, you have got to. You've got to. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, put it on the list. Yes, it's been on the list. <laughs> I'll put it on my list. It's been on the list. <laughs> and I am interested in watching it. It's yes. just there's so many other things that are out right now. Nah, that... You just don't like watching movies that I've seen without you. That's... And there's that. It's always been like this. You don't like watching movies. If I watch a movie without him, like there's a good chance he's never going to watch it. Uh, uh, John Wick. Well, I forced you to watch that. Okay, she did. <laughs> so apparently, I'm going to have to force you to watch Searching I, too. Actually, if you watch her John or listen to our John Wick episode, it yeah, we cover this the situation. whole story. Yeah, <laughs> she forced me. Oh man, to watch Keanu. Yes, I did. And but I loved it. We, yes. And we, we can't go into that. That's a 2014 <laughs> film. We already talked about that. I know, I know. <laughs> We've talked about John Wick several times. I know, I know. Okay. So in order All to wrap right. up, in order to wrap up this favorites of the decade, we have to move on to 2019. And keep in mind, this is just our favorites of what we have seen, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of films from 2019 that we still have not seen yet. So yeah. I'm so this sure... Is just- what we saw yeah out of what we've seen these are the ones that stand out to us and i'm sure that this will probably change down the line because we still have more films that we need to see but from what we have seen in 2019 the first one i want to talk about is always be my maybe awesome yes this is another one we, <laughs> we did an episode about it so if you want to see something more in depth like you go ahead and look up our always be my maybe episode but that one is so funny i love ali wong she's great I love her comedy specials and seeing this, this movie meant a lot to me. Yes. Oh man. So many things in this movie to talk about and it, it's on Netflix. Yep. So like I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was as much as that sucks to say, because a lot of those films are like hit or miss, mm-hmm. but this one really stood out to me and I would love to watch that many, many times. Should. my maybe it's great like i know i've watched it several times already like sometimes i'll just watch it just because i think i might have watched it four times by now four times okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not as much as you i think you've probably seen it more than i, I have. don't know I don't, i'm not keeping track <laughs> yeah so you've seen it a lot more yeah, i am not keeping track because of keanu that's why <laughs> i just looked at my list and i know we said we talked about john wick too many times but john wick three is on this list <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of keanu who has a a role in Always Be My Maybe. Another one from 2019 that stuck out to us was John Wick Chapter 3. Because this one has, it's it's the third film, obviously, in yeah. the John Wick thing. But it got so close to what we liked about the first film. The fr- yeah. That it's like right up there with the first film for us. Yeah. It's like still not, the first film is still our favorite. Yes. But. This one is, it's up there. It, it definitely. Definitely better than two, in my opinion. Well, two still had things going for it. Well, of two course. is great still, but yeah, yeah just but the, the way it felt, mm-hmm. this one definitely stood out more than two. Yes. Um, yeah. Wow. Again, we are, they we are, are in a Keanu Sans, guys. Like, the Keanu Sans. <laughs> <laughs> he's been around, he, he's like really come around this decade, like, yes. really, and he's got more from what I've been hearing. There's a lot more to see of him. Yes. A lot more. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, this one's another, it's, it's an interesting grouping for the 2019 films because I believe everything that we're about to talk about we have an episode on. So <laughs> for anything that we're mentioning here that you want to go more in depth yeah, with, like just, go ahead and we have an episode about it. <laughs> look at the old episodes. There's, there's stuff we covered about Definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah, John Wick 3 has a lot going for it. Definitely one of our favorites. Of... They definitely intensified the uh, action in oh, this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Ah, those horses. <laughs> the horses. <laughs> anyway. The, the one, like, the, the, this one has, like, one of my favorite death scenes in it. Like, it gets up there with the first one. Yeah. And, like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a fun kill. A horse kill. <laughs> like, the, the horse is fine, but the horse... Yeah. Does some stuff. Of course, is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that poor guy. I don't feel bad for him though. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but another one because I told you we're gonna have it chapter two on the list. Uh huh. Because it is. This is another one that, like, for the most part, I didn't know how I felt about it chapter two comparing to it chapter one. So, but I, go, go ahead. ahead. No. You go ahead. I was gonna say, like, you bringing that up. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed two more than you did. one. Like I would. A lot of people like the first one better. I, I do have to agree from what I heard from you and and uh, my other people I've, I've I've talked about it. I think the first one definitely has more of the uh, <sighs> effect, <laughs> right? This okay. one's got more of the. Let's do this. <laughs> it's a very right? slight difference. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got Bill Hader. Come on. Yes. <laughs> well, literally, like the day that we're recording this, I just went out and bought it chapter two, finally. So now I can sit down and watch both of them, like back to back and see which how I feel about both of them. Yeah. But it chapter two, like I didn't know how I felt about it until it ended. And when yeah. it ended, it, it gave me this whole other kind of respect for it with the way that they closed everything out. Yeah. And that's why, gotcha. that's why it chapter two is kind of making it on this list for me, because it was it was it was I, a solid continuation was of it what was, was, was happening a, in the first one. Yeah, it was it was great. It I, this is one of those roller coaster ones for me. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, so many so many things, <laughs> so many things to say. Check out our it chapter two episode <laughs> if you want to go into detail about it. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. So then, of course, the last one that we have for 2019 is another one that we have an episode about. Shazam. Awesome. Yes. Shazam. We have watched that again recently. Again, we showed our friend Sarah. Yep. And I (laughs) still can't stop laughing. Oh, man. um, Zachary Levi just does a great job. I love the fact that his character and uh, the kid version of his character Mm -hmm. felt like the... For like one person. Yeah. They they definitely they, they Asher worked Angel. well. Yeah, him and Zachary worked really well into nailing that character. It felt like the same character. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like you seeing him as Shazam and seeing him as a kid, like you couldn't really differentiate because it felt like it was the same person. Mm-hmm. And it just the, the nuances and the mannerisms. Yeah, yeah, it was just perfect. Um yeah, this this is a fun film. And I'm so glad that um it definitely ended up the way it did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the horror aspects of it really worked out quite well, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. It's got a sequel coming eventually. Uh, I was a little worried. I was a little worried. Based off of the promo material, yeah. I know you were a little worried. But it, it looks great liked, to me. Yeah, I like Zachary Levi, though. But I think the cast was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the supporting car- uh, actors and, and yeah. I th- everything it was it was great. It was 
Yeah, one of those like movies that we just like, yep, this is a fun movie. We're, we're owning it. We're going to keep watching it. Yep. We just enjoy it that much. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. It is a fun this, time. This, we don't care. It's a fun time. <laughs> we're going to keep watching this film. It is one of those. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we have a, like, like, like Kaylee said, we have a actual episode about it. So Yes. Yes. I believe we opened our season two with Shazam. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we did. You're yes. right. <laughs> so. But yeah. So. Again, if you have any movies that you like from our favorites of the decade list, go ahead and let us know. Like, did yeah. we miss anything? Is there something that, like, we haven't seen from, 20, from 2019 yet that and you I'm think sure that we is. need to see? Like, because there's a, there's a ton of things that we didn't get to see. I know. <laughs> I know. Eventually, we'll get to watch them. Eventually. So. But by that point, we've already done this list. So that's unfortunate. That's okay. But then we can do an episode just on those. Yeah. So. Individual. Yep. More in depth. Yep. But anyway, thank you for listening. I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And we are Reels on Reels. Reels.